Welcome to Walking in His Word, everybody. Coming at you from Cornerstone Church in Highland, Michigan. Welcome to Walking in His Word, everybody. Did you notice the fresh intro? Oh, I noticed. (laughs) (laughs) It's a new year. We got a new intro. That's right. Also today, day one, Pastor Aaron. That's right. This is day one. Day one. You might be thinking to yourself, it's day eight. It's day eight. It's January 8th. Nope. No. Day one. Day one. Church has just started. 21 days of prayer and fasting. That's right. There you go. We're at day one right now. Oh, yeah. And with our 21 days of prayer and fasting come, we got three prayer services every week. Mm -hmm. We got Tuesday morning prayer. Tuesday morning prayer, 8 a.m. Yep. Thursday lunchtime prayer Mm -hmm. at noon. Yep. Saturday morning prayer, 9 a.m. And it's awesome, awesome times of gathering and praying as a church. So you're invited to our 8 a.m. prayer meeting tomorrow right here at the church. Hope to see you there. Oh, yeah. Along with praying, fasting, going to church. Also, Cornerstone is providing 21 daily devotionals to encourage you during this fast. That's right. You can find them at our website. Just go to cornerstonehighland.com, and you can see a tab that says 21 days of prayer and fasting. Yep. Or you can go to cornerstonehighland.com slash 21. And every day, a brand new deal will post very early in the morning. So you can start your day mm-hmm. with five-minute video of encouragement, along with a written devo of reading with scripture and questions and a prayer. Oh, yeah. Just our way of, of trying to resource you and equip you and encourage you and bless you during these 21 days of prayer and fasting. And Pastor Jim's message today... Also, mm-hmm. oh yeah, it's called the prayer of Jabez. Yeah, that's a good one. And we're starting off our fast with this message on the prayer of Jabez for Pastor Tim. It's anointed, it's powerful, it's going to help you, it's going to bless you. Let's go to him right now. I want to talk about the prayer of Jabez. The prayer of Jabez. It's an interesting prayer. It's found in the genealogies. I don't know about you, but I, I read the Bible through uh, every year. That's on my personal devotions. And uh, when I come to the different genealogies and so-and-so begat this person and begat that and this and that, this and that, I kind of hurry my way through. And Chronicles has a long list of genealogies. And so does the book of Numbers. as It's numbering the people, you know, just long list of names. And I kind of hurry my way through. But in the book of Chronicles, 1 Chronicles chapter 4, verses 9 and 10, it's, it's uh, all of a sudden in the midst of this genealogy, they, they talk about this guy named Jabez, whose name literally means pain or anguish, and how he prayed this prayer, and God granted his request. God answered this prayer. Well, I think that's great. It's the genealogy there in 1 Chronicles 4. Uh, Jabez was of the descendant of Judah, the tribe of Judah, which was a very important tribe. Joshua was from the tribe of Judah. King David was from the tribe of Judah. And, of course, the greatest of all, Jesus was, he's the lion of the tribe of Judah. Jesus was from the tribe of Judah. Well, Jabez was of the tribe of Judah, only he's very obscure. Nobody knows really anything about him other than this prayer. This, and I want you to know that you might be an obscure person in your thinking, but I want you to know that you can rise from obscurity by calling on the name of the Lord. And if you are known as a person of prayer, 
a person of personal devotion, a person that turns their heart from God, I want you to know that you will impact lives. And Jabez did just that. God recorded this prayer. Now, this is an important prayer because we're moving into 2024, and I want to use this message to kind of encourage us for 2024, to set our heart on God and to use this prayer as a springboard as to what you are to seek or what you are to desire for God to do in your heart, your life, your family, this church in 2024. So by the end of this message, I want you to say, you know what? I'm praying that prayer. I'm believing God for this. I'm seeking God for that. I'm desiring God for this. I'm going to be passionate for that. And I love this. You know, God answers certain kinds of prayers. He answers the Lord's Prayer because Jesus taught us how to pray. You know, our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. And some people say, well, should you memorize that prayer? Absolutely. You can quote that as a mem memorized prayer. Should you pray the principles of that prayer? Absolutely. Do both. And I do both. Another type of prayer that God answers are the prayers of Scripture, such as the Pauline prayers. I have one down here that Paul prayed in Philippians chapter 1. He says this, And this I pray, that your love may abound still more and more in knowledge and in all discernment, that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere and without offense till the day of Christ, being filled with the fruits of righteousness which are by Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. You know, Paul wrote a lot of the New Testament, and in those, uh, those little letters that he wrote or prayers that he prayed, he wrote them down under the inspiration of the Holy Spirit so that we might know how Paul prayed, so that we might know how we should pray. And so it's an inspired prayer put there by Paul under God's hand so that we might be directed on how we are to pray. And so I encourage you to pray the Pauline prayers. First John tells us this, this is our confidence that we have in him that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us, whatever we ask, we know that we have the petitions that we have asked of him. So what kind of prayers will God answer? Well, I'll tell you this, scriptural prayers. That's what 1 John chapter 5 tells us, if we ask according to his will. And in other words, our prayers need to be submitted to, yielded to, be brought under the guidance and direction, the boundaries, the principles, or the truths of, uh, of, of Scripture. And if we can take our prayers and bring them in alignment with Scripture, the Bible says, we know he hears us, and if we know he hears us, we know he's answering for us, right? Well, Jabez prayed a prayer that God answered. The Bible says the Lord granted him his request. So I'm going to read 1 Chronicles 4, 9, and 10. It says as follows. This is right in the midst of this genealogy. Now, Jabez was more honorable than his brothers, and his mother called his name Jabez, saying, because I bore him in pain. Now, every woman that's had a baby, I think you could probably uh, understand that, right? I bore him in pain. And Jabez called on the God of Israel, saying, Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory, that your hand would be with me and that you would keep me from evil, that I might not cause pain. So God granted him what he requested. That's the key. 
That's the key. This is a prayer that God answered. God put it in the Scripture so that we might learn, so that we might receive this, so that we might pray similar prayers because if God answered this prayer, what he's saying is if you mold and shape your prayers after this, this is in alignment with my desire for your life, alignment with my will. If God granted the, his request, he's no respecter of persons. He can grant my request when I bring it under the authority of Scripture here. Somebody say amen to that. So we have the four requests here in this prayer. Number one, Jabez prayed, Oh, God, that you would bless me and enlarge my territory. Request number two, that your hand be with me. Request number three, that you would keep me from evil. Request number four, and in so doing, that you would keep me from causing pain. I, I felt like the Lord quickened this Jabez prayer to me in the month of, I think, November, and I encouraged my staff, I want you to memorize that prayer. And then I held them accountable. So at staff meeting, I said, all right, so-and-so, give me that Jabez prayer. And uh, they all came along and memorized it. Uh, and I just wanted to bring them in because I felt like the Lord quickened that to me. Oh, that you would bless me indeed and enlarge my territory. That's a great way to start, right? That your hand would be with me, that you would keep me from evil, that I might not cause pain. So I've been praying this prayer, and I encourage you to memorize it as well and pray this prayer. We're moving into 2024. We're going to begin the month of January. I call it Seek Seek 21 Days of Prayer and Fasting. We did this last year. We've done this many years and we're going to kind of follow what we did last year. I, I really felt like God used that in my personal life and, and in many lives to just spend time praying, spend time reading his word, spend time uh, maybe eliminating distractions in our lives. As we're starting off this 21 days of prayer and fasting, uh, Pastor Luke, one of the, the things that Pastor Tim is talking about here in this message and he's encouraged us as a staff to do is to not only to have, you know, prayer and fasting and all these extra church services and be a part of the prayer meetings and all that, all that just incredible stuff, but also to uh, to add some extra Bible reading mm -hmm. to our, our morning devos, our, our daily uh, just time and to to do this and really add some extra time in the Word. And I did this last year, and last year I decided I'm going to read all four Gospels and the book of Acts. Mm -hmm. And it was just, it was awesome because, when, man, when you're reading that fast yeah. and you're just like, hey, 21 days, I'm going to read all five of these books. And, and I love picking the Gospels because it's, it's just reading about Jesus over and over again. I agree. And I'm like, man, I just was like, man, I'm falling more in love with Jesus. Learning about him. Just learning, just reading about him. All, all, all four Gospels, the book, like it's just, I just became so in love with Jesus in those 21 days mm -hmm. of just just digesting the Word of God. And it was awesome. And so if you're out there and maybe you're, you're thinking, man, maybe I should try something like that. Highly encourage you, man, pick up your Bible, maybe just maybe do that, maybe grab a hold of, of the Gospels and just read through all four Gospels in these 21 days. Um, it was awesome for me doing that last year. I like to put the Bible on audio. Yeah. And so as I, I, I do my like kind of my morning prayer walk, I let my Bible just audio go 
as I'm walking, yeah. meditating on the scriptures as I go, just kind of praying even as the scriptures go, just yeah. thinking about those scriptures. And Lord, do that in my life too. Lord, mm-hmm. I want that. Yes, Lord. Come on. I want to know you more, God. And and then I, when I go to work and I drive mm-hmm. my car, I let the audio Bible play. I do that during these 21 days of prayer and fasting. You'll be surprised at how much of the Bible you'll get into your into your head, <laughs> oh, yeah. head man. Oh yeah. You'll you'll devour the word of God. Come and on. this fast is what you know what this is all about? It's all about replacing downtime, food time, and entertainment time with the word, the worship, and prayer. Mm-hmm. Come on. That's good. It's not about a diet. <laughs> you know? Yeah. That's a perk, though. It happens. You're going to yeah. lose some weight if you fast for 21 days. Right. You're going to lose a lot of weight if you truly fast for yeah. all foods for 21 days. But um, you're going to, it's not about that. Right. And it's not about following some sort of like religious experience that we're doing. Yeah. Now, I, I like to put it this way, Pastor Aaron, and I think you'll totally agree with me. During this fast, we're going to go from being a fan of Jesus to being a friend of Jesus. Come on. I love it. A fan is very different from a friend. And mm-hmm. a friend 100%. sticks closer than a brother. Get to know Jesus for 21 days with us. Let mm-hmm. me encourage you. Come out to the prayer meetings. Come to church services. Do the daily devos with us every single day. Draw close to the Lord. Start your, your year off, 2024, drawing close to the Lord. You mm-hmm. will not regret it. I promise. Uh, You definitely won't. You definitely won't. All right, guys, that's all the time we have for today. We're going to wrap this up. We're going to be right back here tomorrow morning. Walking Walking in in his his word. Thank you for listening to our show today. You can find more information at our website, cornerstonehighland.com. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok. We'd love to see you at church one day. Please do not be a stranger.